I've always viewed my life through a lens of storytelling. And in stories that are cliche, we have water cooler moments. People were everyone stands around in the office drinking their little water cups out of their water cooler talking about what's like hip and cool in the moment and i've never had that and i just want it so bad why can't i have it so welcome to in medias res this week we're talking about two different things again but yet again pertaining to the same thing episodic television if you don't know, episodic television is kind of the opposite of serialized TV. In serialized stories, you have stories that are constantly connected, leading up to like a larger, bigger story. Hence, serialized. It's a serialized story. With episodic storytelling, you have mostly standalone stories. That's not to say that you don't have story arcs that are serialized, but predominantly you have each episode of a TV show is its own standalone condensed story. For example, classic Star Trek and new Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Each episode is predominantly its own standalone story. You have kind of arching stories that exist over top of them, usually dealing with maybe like, you know, the big bad of the season or like, you know, character story arcs that kind of occur over multiple episodes and occasionally you'll have like a story arc um, that just is told over you know two to three to four episodes you know classic 90s television love for their like two-parters because you can end the episode on a cliffhanger and like get everyone to come back especially like at your mid-season finales and even star trek in some of its later seasons on next generation would do two-parters but one was the season finale and the follow-up was the season premiere of the following season. So can you imagine waiting all season after seeing Picard become Borg? Could you imagine? I wasn't born yet, I don't think. And I can't fathom it because every time I've watched it, I've been able to go to the next episode after Picard got assimilated. I didn't have to wait. But I can't even imagine. It's like I'm sitting there in May and all of a sudden I turn and you see like Locutus of Borg and then you have to wait like until freaking September or October for that next episode. I can't imagine. But with that being said, I think we need more episodic storytelling. And the reason I think that is because these serialized stories are starting to lose something. So not only are we getting seasons that are shorter and shorter. So back in the era of network television of yonder years, you had like 22 to 25 episode seasons. So you had a ton of episodes. Sometimes you would have the kind of fluff filler bottle episodes or even clip episodes, but you had so much more content. And now we're kind of whittled down to like eight episodes for a season. And there's a lot that's like missing. So with episodic episodes, the benefit is, is you would get standalone episodes centered around certain characters more frequently. So a lot of these episodes that didn't necessarily pertain to the larger story arc would be a character-based episode. You would get to see, like the episode I just watched today, as Jordy is struggling to connect with a woman. He, the episode starts with him on a date. He's trying way too hard. He's being super romantic. 
And then throughout the episode, they get stuck by this booby trap, um, bunch of radiation, and they're trying to figure out how to get out of the situation. Um, and so the woman that Jordy was kind of on a date with was also a starship designer. And it didn't work. She was bored. It was not like Jordy just didn't know how to act. So he created a hologram version of her in the attempt to help get out of the situation because she knows kind of the ins and outs of the starship from the design stage. He knows it from an engineering stage. See if they could come together to solve a problem. But in doing so, he discovered how to not try so hard. How to just like be human and let intuition and emotion like guide you through. That's kind of like the theme of that episode is like not being so technical or trying so hard or doing all the like the right things sometimes it's just about like human emotion and intuition and experience and that's what he learned during that but when you have overly serialized shows where you don't get those kind of breathable moments to really get to know those characters another example is the Gabrielle episodes of Xena so every so often and every season, there's a Gabrielle episode of Xena where Xena goes off to do something. And it varies. Every time there's an episode, it's always weird, it's absurd, it's funny. She's usually at the beginning and at the end, but not in the middle. So Gabrielle has an adventure of her own without Xena. Obviously, in the vein of Xena, it's usually very comedic, usually very absurd. But during that time, you get to know Gabrielle better as a hero, as an artist, not just as Xena's sidekick and subtextual love interest. You got to know her as a standalone character. And it was the same thing with the occasional like Joxer episode that you would get. You know, you get to know these characters better. And sometimes that's when you get the best episodes because you have time to tell the story. But continuing on Star Trek, when you have like Star Trek Discovery, I don't know the rest of the bridge crew. Sure. They have their moments, you know. Um, you learn about the pilot who was a great free diver and so she's able to save the crew because she could hold her breath for a long period of time. You get to know um, Detmer and kind of the trauma she faced when she felt like she failed as a pilot and couldn't save the crew. And you have these kind of moments, but if it was like a classic episodic TV, there would have been an entire episode centered around Detmer and her kind of mental struggle and inadequacy and, and kind of the trauma that she faced. And you would see some of these secondary characters more because they would get standalone episodes where we get to focus on them where we're not worried about like Picard or Burnham or like Tilly or one of the, you know, one of the kind of the really central cast members. And so because of that, you feel like you don't always know this full like cast of characters. But if you look to Strange New Worlds, it's drastically different because we're not constantly centered around Pike and number one. We're getting to know Commander Nunyan Singh. We're getting to know these other characters and who they are because they each get like their own standalone episodes for us to take the time to get to know them. Storytelling 
isn't always about this run to the finish line. Sometimes it's about the journey to get there. Sometimes it's the fluff. It's the little things. Like, can you imagine an episode of Buffy without, like, the wish? No, I can't. Or something blue in season four? Or once more with feeling? Could you imagine this show existing without those, like, iconic standalone moments where you get to know a side character? Like, The Wish, for example, was an episode where we got to focus solely, like, on Cordelia. Sure, she had her shining moments in other episodes, but that's one of the first episodes where we, like, really get to see it's about her and only her. Something Blue in Season 4 was all about Willow. You have the Zeppo in Season 3, it's all about Xander. I'm just not getting into that one. You know, and you get all of these side stories that don't pertain to the larger plot at hand because they have an episode count they have to fill. So you get these great stories. And I feel like we've lost that by having these really tight stories that everyone wants to pitch is, oh, it's an eight-hour movie, it's a six-hour movie, it's this. Well, guess what? TV's not a movie. It should not be a constant climb to a climax and then it drops down for the finale at the end. It's not that. It's a movie. Every episode should be an ebb and a flow, a rise and a fall, because it's TV. It's a story that is told week to week. Which brings me to my water cooler moment. We don't really have a water cooler anymore. It's not like a thing that happens. We don't go to work and talk about, oh, what's going on? Mostly because there's like too much TV and movie happening to like have everyone on the same page talking about it. Um, back when water cooler moments were happening, there was like 10 things on TV. So it was easy to, you were all watching I Love Lucy. So let's go and sit and sit and talk about Lucy's antics. Um, nowadays you can't do that. So the internet, social media is our water cooler. And think about shows like WandaVision or more recently, The Last of Us, they gradually gained higher numbers as the season went on because of those quote-unquote water cooler moments, people going online talking about it. And that's how shows used to be. Word of mouth is one of the best forms of marketing. And when something is dropped all at one time, it doesn't have that same level of gaining a new audience because people quickly forget about it. But when you have something like Last of Us and WandaVision, where you still got a handful of episodes to go, people were like, they still have time to catch up and, you know, latch onto it. It was the same reason why letting a show make it to its second or third season could benefit it. Because it gave the show time to gestate and to gain popularity and to gain traction before saying, okay, this is either a failure or a success. Or failure or a success. Yeah, that's right. But there's another added benefit, at least for me. I don't know how you are, but for me, like TV is like life. Storytelling for me is one of like my great loves. I love when I watch a story and it gives me chills and I get goosebumps or it gives me like a lump in my throat or it's kind of like being in love where you just can't stop thinking about it. I watched WandaVision. It stuck with me. Every week. I was looking forward to it. I was like, okay, today's Wednesday. Let's turn this sucker on and watch it. Or Thursday, whatever day it was. 
And I was like, let's turn this on and watch it. Like literally first thing in the morning, I'd be up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, and I turn one division on because I was like that excited to watch it. And I don't get that a lot, partially because of binging, partially because I think TV is just not as good right now. But I want a show that gives me that visceral reaction and that sticks with me throughout the week that I'm excited to come around to see. And sure, there are some shows that I've binged watched after the fact that gave me like a very hard visceral reaction that I couldn't shake. And that was like Battlestar Galactica or Code Geass. Um, but like I haven't had that lately, partially because binge watching. When you watch something and you're done with it, you're like, okay, I'm done. I've got the conclusion. I'm moving on. But when you have something told week over week, it kind of sticks with you. It lives with you. It gets to be a part of your life. It's like a friend that you get to spend time with every week. And quite frankly, right now, the only thing that's even giving me kind of any life is My Hero Academia. And that's not to say that I'm not enjoying Star Trek Picard Season 3. I am. I think it's phenomenal. But something about My Hero Academia Season 6 is just like it's sticking with me. Like week over week, it's like I'm looking forward to the new episodes and it's leaving a very visceral reaction for me. And part of that is because of that like episodic storytelling it's that week over week it sticks with me it lingers like i think a good story should and you don't get that when you binge watch something or something that's like overly serialized either so i think we should return to more episodic storytelling one give shows more episodes like six episodes is not enough to tell like a really good story a miniseries yeah a long movie sure but the thing that we love about tv is getting to live with these characters in their world and six episodes or eight episodes is not enough to do that give me at least 15 you know crazy ex-girlfriend back when it was on fluctuated from the 15 to 18 range and that was like perfect just enough that you could get all the characters get all the time and they didn't wear out their welcome without a bunch of fluff or filler and give me weekly storytelling again. I'm glad that it's becoming more popular. I'm glad that Disney Plus and Paramount Plus and all of these streaming services are kind of continuing on with that weekly model because that's what I love about TV. I love being excited for it. I love getting the friends together. I love like the day it comes out. I get so like I'm like a child at Christmas because I'm like I'm so excited that the new episode comes out. I'll be thinking about it all day until it comes on or the night before if it's like a streaming show. And I get excited for that. You know, I think what it brings down to is bring back some classic TV. I know that we've injected some cinematic storytelling into our television, but that doesn't mean we have to ruin the medium at large and change it. Adapt the cinema style for the storytelling of television. Don't force it into your own viewpoint of that. There's some stories that are good for binging, but not everything is. Um, and that is kind of my thoughts on episodic storytelling. Um, give me fluff. Give me filler. Give me side characters. Give me bottle episodes. Give me all of the things. Because I want to live in these worlds. I want to be with these characters. I want to get to know them. I want to see their insanity and their craziness. Um, and I want it to be told week over week. 
give me something to be excited for because that was a lot of joy that I got as a child was coming home from school and getting to watch my shows every week. Yeah, I would like to know what you think. Do you think serialized storytelling is better or do you like the more episodic, like standalone episodes? And do you like the binge model or the weekly model? Like comment below and let me know because I'm curious. Um, there's a lot of debate. Um, I know filmmakers have kind of their own opinions of this um, based on their own kind of experiences and what they enjoy as a creator. But, you know, as a viewer, what do you think? Um, and always... Don't forget to subscribe. That's important to me, to you, to everyone involved. Um, hit that share button. Sharing is caring. Um, like I said earlier, word of mouth is like the best form of marketing. So hit that share button. Thumbs up. Love a good thumbs up. Makes everyone happy. And with that, I will see you guys next time. Until then, bye.